When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, happy July 4th. Happy Independence Day. How are you today? We're very good and happy non-1619 Project Day. We had real independence yesterday. Beautiful day. Uh, even Sleepy Joe can remember. So there's so much violence, so much shooting, so much violence. Our country is coming apart under Sleepy Joe. And it makes you sad for the country. It makes you sad. I know at, uh, it was it was actually sad in Mar-a-Lago. We have a 4th of July party, as you can imagine. Great patriotism, great, great snacks. And what do you think? What do you think we do at the end of a Fourth of July party at Mar-a-Lago? What do you think happens? Fireworks. But who do you? What, what do you think? Besides fireworks, <laughs> what do you think is also occurring? I'm guessing someone's wife is involved in the fireworks. <laughs> oh, you'd be right. It's Roger Stone's wife, and <laughs> it's the one that you know. Often she, you know, Roger likes to watch her. With all sorts of men, but he sort of prefers. He is, you know, not in an affirmative action way, but it's just a nice preference for African Americans. But on Firecracker Night, it's the one night a year where they say whites only. It's a bunch of, and they they all they're called they wear t-shirts that say Cracker, and they all go off in Roger Stone's wife. And I tell you, after the first sixty, there were over three hundred men lined up, great patriots. After 60, she did something she never did. She just said, I'd, I'd rather go inside. I'd rather go to sleep because she's so upset over our country. And you know how bad <laughs> things have to get for Roger Stone's wife to turn down an epic gangbang one-fifth of the way through the gangbang? It has to be pretty bad. It's That's where we're at. We have reached Roger Stone's wife no longer wants to gangbang level of despair in our country. Very sad. <laughs> That is that is heartbreaking. Um, so you had a very nice July 4th with a great party at Mar-a-Lago, you were saying? Great party at Mar-a-Lago, great people, great patriots. Uh, Bobert asked me to, if we could make our strong relationship public, and I said no, but we can make it pubic, and then she went down on me. So that was great patriotism. And other than that, though, it's just... 
you know, they, I know you're going to get to some of these stories, so I don't want to spoil it, but it's a very sad, it's a very sad time for our country. And it's hot, by the way, it's hot. It was never hot like this under my presidency. Did you get a round of golfing? I got to tell, yeah, tell, because we have people that we hire to hold shades over us while we golf. That's pretty cool. We call them shade slaves. <laughs> and they just cover, you know, they cover us with strong shade while we golf. <laughs> but they have to stay, yeah, they have to have very strong shoulders because they can't stand cl- too close. So they get the backswing right in the nuts. <laughs> So they, they have to have that, you know, like almost, you ever see on a film set, the guy, the boom, the guy who holds the boom? Boom mic, yes. What's he, like the key grip or something? I think or, that's his name. Yeah, one of these people. They have to have strong shoulders because it's like you're holding it out like this. It's it's kind of a tough spot. So these guys, these are big guys that, that give us shade. Who thought of the name Shade Slaves? Oh, that's a TM, by the way, TM. <laughs> I trademarked it. So it was me. So do you think other golf courses are going to have their own shade slaves and pay you for the trademark? I mean, let's be honest. I know it's, you know, I know you probably want to be PC and woke, but tell me what golf course, golf courses are often conservative places. Tell me the golf course that wouldn't want a pack of strong, muscular shade slaves. I don't, I don't. Uh, I'm, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know one golf course that probably wouldn't want it. Um, Is it you, you golf, right? I think you golf. You I, I golf. do, but I, I don't think I'd be comfortable having a shade slave when well, during the round of golf. because you've never had a shade slave. That's what everybody says until they get there, sir. I think I'd rather just wait until later in the day. It's a little hot. I got, no, no, no. You're coming out here. We give you a caddy and three shade slaves. And then when the people do it, when they do it, they go, I'm never going to go off without a shade slave again. And it's a beautiful thing. And it's called, <laughs> it's called jobs also, by the way. It's called job creation because they're not actual slaves. We pay them, we pay them in Roger Stone's wife sessions and tips. Well, well, if you pay them, why call them slaves? It's, it's okay. Okay, tech stuff. What are the things that I'm very good at? I want you to tell me some of the things that, you know, other than presidenting and business, what's another thing that I'm good? Sometimes I even say, let's go branding. As a uh, hosting a reality show. Very good. No, no, no branding. I was okay. trying to give you a hint. Branding. I was going to say hosting a reality Shade, show. Uh, let me ask you a question. What would you remember more? Because I already know what you're, you're just as proof. You're getting January 6th, by the way. I am. I am. And I, it's, I, think it's a, I think it's a girl. Is that Ashley Babbitt? Yeah. No, it's my, it's my, it's my daughter. Yeah. Okay. Good night. I love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, you know, you have a weak tech stuff. He's, oh, I love you. We're doing strong business. <laughs> she's saying strong... goodbye to you, President. Oh, very patriotic. Okay. You know what? Because she's a patriotic young lady, we'll say bye-bye. <laughs> I respect that. I respect, you know, and I respect the fact that you're raising patriots. We like that. Thank you. I try. I I never say thank you to the tech stuff guy, but you seem different than the others. So So different. So what we're saying is, I already know how strong the branding is because you're probably going to name the episode Shade Slaves. 
that's how good the uh, so you've already answered your question there <laughs> by saying what if we call it oh we call it shade employees what the hell is that uh we'll call it shade provider that's what the woke at a woke golf course they'd say uh, a person of shade prov- providing how about a shader a shader with a hard r yeah with a hard r well okay some you know some of my people might like that actually uh, <laughs> Yeah, look at that big shader over there. <laughs> or that guy's a real shader with attitude. We fired him. He was a lazy, good for nothing shader. <laughs> now, the what I will say is, when people go off with shade slaves, they never go back. Once you go, it's once you go shader, you never go back. Okay, that's a new phrase we're inventing. But uh, <laughs> no, it's going very well. And uh, I don't know what the hell we're talking. We're talking about golf, but we've got a lot of important issues in our country. In our country, yes. it's becoming a disaster. Let's start with this, which I know who you're going to accuse, but I think there could be two possible people, um, depending where this was found. But there was cocaine found in the White House in the West Wing. Um, who are you thinking about right away? it's obvious excuse me I have to take water it's a strong drink (laughs) Uh, but you know it's Hunter Biden we all know that this man Sleepy Joe how do you know it wasn't like hidden in like a book and someone took this book out and it came out of the pages and how do you know maybe someone in your family might well, have put we it in there? We don't, we don't ever use books. <laughs> okay, good point. We're very anti-reading. Okay. So, no, I think it was Hunter. I think Hunter was probably feeling, Hunter's not a good guy. Okay, this is not a partisan thing. Hunter Biden. You liked him. Guy, excuse me. That was off the podcast record, you son of a bitch. Okay. He's a, he's a, he's a cool guy. Right. Not a good guy. Okay. You don't have to. Good guys and cool guys aren't always the same. I'm not. That's true. I am. I'm cool and good. But, you know, a lot of time you get a cool guy and he's not necessarily a good guy. But, uh, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, that's a good guy. But (laughs) what I will say is it's clearly Hunter. He was probably celebrating his very weak prosecution. And they were like, okay, you. You know, you you murdered six people, stole a billion dollars. You get two weeks uh, community service. Very fair, very fair sentence. And he was probably celebrating because he probably feels, I'll be honest, he probably feels like nobody can touch him. And it seems to be true. It seems to be true. So he probably walked around the White House. He probably did like a TikTok. Let's look up Hunter Biden's TikTok. He's probably there. This is me smoking crack and doing coke in the White House, bro. (laughs) <laughs> and it'd probably go viral. It'd probably, it'd probably go viral if he did that. But uh, no, it's Hunter Biden. It's obviously Hunter Biden. And I don't know who you thought the other possibility was, but uh, it's Hunter. And that's what you get. What do you think they should do? Well, honestly, and you're going to be surprised to hear me say this. You'd probably be surprised. Yes. I think we should move on. I think our country is in too much danger right now. 
And they're treating me unfairly, by the way. I don't care if somebody does cocaine, to be honest, when they're treating a president as unfairly as they're treating me. They're treating me so horribly. That well, we should focus on that. Okay. We can we can focus on that. I mean, don't you usually the man at the top of the mountain, you try to take him down. Right now, you are on the top of the mountain. You are crushing the GOP right now. There's I'm no on one on top of a mountain of cocaine, like Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you wanted to separate yourself from that last story, but we can go with that analogy. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, it's like Scarface on top of a mountain of cocaine. That's how you are right now. Say hello to Melatonin's giant son. <laughs> is that too long for a title? I think it is. How tall is uh, that kid right now? Is he like 90, 90 feet tall? <laughs> um. Last time I checked, um, he was what? He's thirteen, and he is six foot. Might have grown. He was sixteen and six six seven. I bet he's. Oh, I'm looking up a picture of this kid. Apparently, he was with me uh, recently. That's six foot enough. seven right now. He is six foot seven right now. Oh boy, this guy. Let me tell you something. When this kid Barton, I gotta say. Not a bad looking kid, and he's got a little bit of a mean streak. So, God help whoever the first chick at college he meets up with. <laughs> She's going to get the real business from this giant freak. Oh, Tiffany didn't like me calling him a giant freak. That's a, <laughs> oh, they like their friends, I think. So, that's nice. That was nice of Tiffany to be nice. Well, you are crushing it right now. Do you think, I mean, if you think about, this all the court cases indictments um the wild truths that you've sent out and it's only helped you what does that say about america or america. half of america or 45 percent of america or 52 percent of america what do you want to uh, it says america sees through the bullshit sees through the bullshit tech stuff <laughs> they say that they have a president they first of all they liked they liked what was going on when I was president. They liked 401ks. You know, a lot of people's 401ks with 601ks with me because there was so much money. And they they loved their president. They loved their 401k. They loved being strong. They loved feeling strong and confident. Mm -hmm. And they realized that that's worth more than some bullshit democracy or whatever they're talking about. <laughs> they realize that now it's, it's nice in a textbook. Democracy is nice in a textbook. When, when I'm not reading a textbook in a boring woke school, you know what I like? I like money. I like safety. I like wealth. I like security. And I like a president that's tough and strong and frankly, a lot more handsome than the dead body we have walking around the White House right now. Yes, but you have lied on many occasions and been proven to lie on, on many occasions. I just got a, a delivery. My friend Jared, who is a nice guy, works at Subway. He just brought me. <laughs> I know it's not a sponsor, but I'll do a, I'll do a strong... A freebie. We call it a freebie. But Jared, 
Jared came by and he he's looking good. I think he may have considered it was strange he converted to Islam, I think. <laughs> but, he, but he brought me and he's looking buff. This guy's he's gotten strong. You know, he used to <laughs> used to be kind of a nerdy guy, but now he's like a buff Muslim. But he brought me a nice sub from Subway and then he said, Are your grandkids around? And I said, sure, I don't know their names, but feel free to hang out with them. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know how awesome that is, but um for your for your family. But um, I'm glad you, you got your food, which is Ooh. um <laughs> your food, which is the most important to you. Um but you've been you've been proven a lie many, many times where there have been in the news what you said, what is the truth? And these people who support you. How do they know when you're being on? You said they see through the bullshit, but you've been proven a lie so many times. What bullshit song, are they seeing through? There was a song, and I don't, I got to look up who sang it. I know you won't know who sang it. <laughs> we got to look up this one song. Excuse me. I'm getting emotional. Uh, tell me lies. Tell me sweet little. Oh, it's Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Fleetwood Mac. They had a song. Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. That's sort of my supporters. You know, they're like, yeah, we have a game. You keep me safe, you make me money, and you can be like a, you know, you can tell quasi-truth socials, we call them. Okay. Tell me quasi-truth socials, tell me sweet little quasi-truth socials, tell me truth socials, tell me quasi-truth socials. You ever heard that by Fleetwood Mac? We should hire them to do a remix. <laughs> Stevie Dicks, Stevie Dicks, favorite singer <laughs> of Mike Pence. I remember he used to always be on Spotify looking up Stevie Dicks. President, a couple more stories. And of course, we have um, some questions from our listeners. It's the first episode of the month. It's always weird uh, before we... talking about, well, yeah, it's always weird talking about Mike Pence and then getting a giant meatball in your mouth. Very strange. <laughs> Mr. President. What do you think of uh, Stephanie Gisham? Stephanie Gisham. I think you mean Stephanie Grisham. Grisham. Yes, I'm sorry. I can't read my own handwriting. Grisham. Look this woman up, tech stuff. I think she's a bug-eyed loser. <laughs> she's always got these wide eyes. Like she just she just took one in the keister. He's <laughs> a Usually you're pretty accurate with your descriptions of people. She's a real creep and very disloyal. I don't, I don't think her know. eyes are that bugged down. She looks like maybe she is part of like some secret witch or some secret society. She's only wearing every outfit she has on here is black, black or gray, black, dark colors, everything. Oh, wait a sec. Wait, wait. <clears throat> Stephanie, let me look her up. Stephanie Christian, there she is. Well, she, you know, if you look for the right ones, you see that she's always got the bug eyes. She probably, she's not a good person. She's very nasty. I don't know. Her. I don't know her though. Okay. Well, 
she said that you showed uh, these documents that you shouldn't have had. Oh, good. I thought she was going to say I showed something else. Um, to your guests at Mar-a-Lago, like you were showing off um, classified documents to your guests. Um, is that accurate? Yes, if they sign up for the highest level of Patreon, what's wrong with that? <laughs> you got to do that. You know this. You got to do the perks. They call them perks. So when somebody signs the platinum, you know, we don't show that to the public, but at Mar-a-Lago, when you log in, there's a special Mar-a-Lago Patreon level. Excuse me. It's, uh, I told Jared <laughs> yeah. to put oregano on it, um, and I don't think he did. So, but he seems to be getting along great with my grandkids. So we'll just leave him be. <laughs> but uh, the point is, hey, what was the question? Uh, Stephanie Grisham, did you show? Oh no, these when you sign up yeah, with your me, with your uh, the Patreon. I remember very. I re- excuse me, I remembered very strongly, and then you interrupted me while I was remembering strongly. The she, when you go to the Mar-a-Lago guest member website mm-hmm. it asks you if you want to join the platinum level patreon so if you tack on fifty thousand dollars onto your membership fee you then get a tour of documents i don't know what's wrong with it um i don't know it's illegal well that's for the courts to decide i say it's legal i, I think patreon is legal i don't think patreon is illegal it's not Patreon is about it's about showing classified documents being uh, illegal, but um, oh, excuse me. I, <laughs> do you see oregano now? Everything's okay. No, they didn't do oregano. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna have to talk to him after after this. But he's got. I'm telling you, he's gotten buff. He's kind of a strong Muslim. He said his name is now Jared L. Fogel. He took a he put the L in his name, I guess, to be more more Muslim. But is he wearing the the kaf? Is what is it called? A, a kafi? The the little a kufi? Kufi? Is that what it's called? Or, a kufi? Uh, kafi or a kufi? No, but he was wearing a hat that said, "I'm a registered uh, uh, <laughs> nurse." <laughs> it might have said nurse. I forget what the rest of it said, but it said, "I'm a registered." I don't know, but nice guy. Uh, no, it's 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 legal if you do it on Patreon. Okay. It's called Patreon immunity. <laughs> I and I got to read that law. I did not know that. Speaking of Patreon, Mr. President, join up on the Patreon, everyone. We are, I think, sixteen people away or something like that. Sixteen people away from two hundred, which means we have Mr. President sit down with the son, which should be very interesting. Um, Baron six foot seven, um, Trump future, maybe a NBA baller or sociopath, uh, patreon.com <laughs> slash MP. Oh, I, just, I just put a, a little bit of meatball. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, patreon.com slash MPGA tons and tons and tons and tons of bonus material. Every Fred Trump tradition for every holiday for the whole entire year. You have movie reviews for a few years. You have uh rage and Brett was just on the last bonus episode. He had a show for a little bit. Um, 
Tons of bonus content. I have a, you mind if I ask a question of our great listeners? Sure. What would get you? You like the show. You're listening. You have thousands and thousands, and some people even say millions of people listen to the show. I'm curious. If you send a message to the show, send a tweet, send a truth, whatever, however you want to communicate with the show, what would get you to join the Patreon? Is it cost? Is it that you're afraid of how strong the bonus material is? Because the bonus material, I'm just going to say this, okay? It has to be said. The bonus material is more content, more varied content, and deeper content than what a lot of podcasts put out their whole lives. It's, it's years of exclusive videos of bonus podcasts, of movie reviews, of special events. It's it's sort of crazy that not even for one month, try it. I think that's the best pitch. One month, do the $5. You can catch up on like 40 bonus episodes. For one month at the $10 level, you can literally, you won't be able to do, that's how much stuff there is. You won't be able to get through all the stuff in a month, but you might be curious. You might like it. You might be interested. I'm probably speaking to deaf ears, but in case they can hear, <laughs> join the patron. If you're a fan of the show, you might as well try. What if, as I said to black people who I took their rights, what have you got to lose? Well, uh, well said, Mr. President. Thank you. <laughs> okay. You're supposed to be in bed. Tech um, stuff guy gets January sixth a lot. I know. I know. It's summertime, so kids go to sleep later. It's uh, uh we're trying no no bottle for the little one, and that's not working. So, Mr. President, it's Whoa. it's tough over here. Yeah, um, Mr. President, we have one more story, and then we're gonna go with uh, questions. Um, you you posted what you claimed to be was Obama's address on True Social. And then hours later, within hours, an armed man was arrested walking the neighborhood that you said. Um, what's up with that, dude? <laughs> it's called free speech. It's called free country. It's called Second Amendment. I see no issue whatsoever. Why would you do that? Would you be upset if someone did that to you? Well, people know where to find Mar-a-Lago. Hello, I'm in Mar-a-Lago, great country club, great people, great patriotism. Everybody has a gun. Uh, all the women have fake tits. It's a paradise. It's take me down to Mar-a-Lago City where the girls have fake tits and uh, big titties. Oh, won't you please take me home? Um, well, let's say you were in a more private location. Or let's say someone gave out the address to Ivanka. One of your loved ones, would you be mad about that? Someone you love. Well, we'll just go with Ivanka. She hasn't been so nice to me recently. But, well, it would be wrong because Ivanka wasn't a president. She's an innocent young, young lady, an innocent young lady with great fake tits. Right, but o- Obama's an innocent man. What is he doing wrong? He's just... He's a president. It should be... Why are you hiding if you're such a... 
You're a president. Yeah, no, he's hiding like he hid his birth certificate. How about that? You don't think that this could be somewhat dangerous to give out the address of a high profile person? You don't think there are people out there who Well the are... presidents have kicked me off the ex president text chain now. <laughs> oh really? So is that is that revenge right there? Yeah, that's it's a disgusting, disgraceful revenge against free speech. It's called silencing. I think that I thought it would be funny. Here's what I'll say. Even though he's a horrible fake president who George doxing him. <laughs> excuse me. He was a horrible fake president with a fake birth certificate who hated our country and tried to destroy it. But I still don't think people should go to his house with weapons. Okay, I say that very strongly. They should go with peace and maybe protest, but they should not go with weapons. He is, it's not good for our country. So I would just say, say that. I would say that. That's a very strong statement by me. Okay. All right. Mr. President, we have questions from our listeners and some uh, some great ones today. And uh, we'll just start out with Facebook do we here. Have, do, we, do we have another sponsor? No. Oh, bye-bye. Oh, you know what I say to that? Keep all your subscriptions. <laughs> Don't check them. Don't check them. Don't worry about them. Everything's taken care of. Keep all your subscriptions. The only thing you should do is add a subscription to our Patreon. That's it. That's it. I'll say nothing else. How dare you. This, come, <laughs> this comes from Nick Wilson. Um, sir, doctor, 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 king of all presidents, sir. After watching Joey Chestnut win yet another hot dog eating contest, I couldn't help but think LG Mike Pence would destroy him, especially considering all the practice he's had eating hot dogs at truck stops. So why has he never entered the contest? Thank you, sir. That's a great question from a top tier. I'm going to say Nick Wilson is a top tier perfect 10. How about that? And I agree. He's a, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, I think Mike Pence is obviously a trainer. He's obviously small gay Mike Pence. I'm going to say this. It's, I'm going to almost pay him a compliment. He's a humble guy. Okay. He may okay. have been wrong. But he's, he's not looking for the spotlight. And I think he looks at Joey Chestnut and thinks, it's very nice for that young man that he wins these contests. Because I'm going to tell you right now, it's the only time you're going to hear me compliment that trader. Mike Pence, what is it, 12 minutes? They got 12 minutes? Yeah. Mike Pence, I would say conservatively, could do 100 hot dogs. <laughs> and he and let me tell you something I have seen that guy no gag reflex he would instead of doing the oh I'm going to break it apart and so you know that stupid technique don't you think that's a fake technique Yeah. because when you do a pie eating contest you don't shove the pie in water and crumple it into a ball and throw it down your throat you eat the pie you have to yes. eat it like a normal person you just have to do it fast with hot dogs Mike Pence the blacks would say he would stunt on them. 
<laughs> he would just simply, he wouldn't do the break and break. He would just say, boom, throw the hot down the throat. Because he, he's, I've seen his searches. He's a fan of girth and he's a fan of length. And he's got no gag. Re- I've seen him in his searches. He said, girth, length with no gag reflex. He would literally just take the hot dog and he'd probably watch and pray for He'd probably pray for Joey Chestnut because he'd just be throwing the hot, like almost like a cartoon. Like you know, a bow like constrictor? A, well, like he just, the hot dog with the bun, just bow, bow, and he'd, you know, he'd probably say, uh, anybody have any footlongs? These aren't challenging enough. <laughs> and he'd just, it'd be, you'd watch the counter and Joey Chestnut would be like, breaking hot, I'm breaking hot dogs. I'm Joey Chestnut. And Pence would just be going, Toss, 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 toss. Yeah, you know, Joey Chestnut would end there. 62 hot dogs. I think I won again. And Pence would just be very politely dabbing a napkin at the corner of his mouth. And they'd say 193 for the for the vice president. And I think he's humble. I don't think he wants that spotlight. I don't think mother likes seeing him take a bunch of meat in his throat. So I think he I think that's why. But I agree with Nick. I think he would win. And you know me, I'm not here to give compliments to small game like Pence. But I think, you know, you have to call facts. It's called facts. And I think he would destroy Joey Chestnut. Next question comes from our vice president. Where's our president on here? Wow. Okay. You know, the man never never has a slip up, but boy, oh boy. You, you, you check to see if if that's happening, but well, yeah, ask the no, vice, show the no. vice president. Does he have a question? The vice president has a question. It says, uh, wow. good day from down under Dr. President, sir. We are looking forward to seeing your son, Don Jr. Here in Australia on Sunday for a speaking tour, but he just canceled it with only four days notice. Was it because he didn't sell enough tickets to fill a 9,000 seat venue or because 21,927 people signed a petition to ban him from Australia, calling him a drug taking bigoted person or something else? Uh, well, I'm just disappointed because Kim Gargoyle and I had arranged for a backdoor, a backdoor weekend you know, a weekend of backdoor sessions. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's going to be ruined if he canceled his trip to Australia. <laughs> um, you know, we have like a cute little thing with Gargoyle. They say, oh, when he goes down under, I'll go around back. <laughs> and he was very upset. I don't really pay attention to Dan Jr., but he was very upset. Um. He wanted to go to Australia. He's he's he he loves. He wanted to. I think he said he wanted to hunt koala bears while he was there, and have sex with uh, strong Australian women. So nice. he's upset. It's good. I kind of like it when he's upset. He's so pathetic. But I'm more concerned about me. It ruined my potentially good. You know because. There's actually a, I'm sorry to interrupt you. There's an actually a, a riddle asked you about Kimberly Gargoyle right after this question. Oh, well, well, the point is I haven't talked to Dan Jr. about why he canceled. I know he's very upset that he canceled. Um, he was, he was blaming wokeism 
I don't know what that has to do with anything, but he was he was saying the woke mob was stopping him from making strong ticket sales. So I don't really care about that. I just, you know, you know, the 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 there's a lot that goes, you know, there's a lot of preparation Kim Gargoyle goes into before a strong backdoor weekend. <laughs> you know, now that's all for nothing. Well, this question, Mr. President, it sounds more like a, a riddle from Matt Harden. Um, it says, Dr. President, Reverend Esquire, sir, how many white substances can be found at one time on Kimberly Gargoyle? Uh, well, that's a very nasty question. Uh, obviously, there's cocaine. <laughs> and she's always eating yogurt for the probiotics. Yes. And she, the answer is three. And I'll leave it at that respectfully. Last question from Facebook, Mr. President. Um, I don't know if I should read. Okay. It's a very strange compliment. Mr. Twice impeached, disgraced, 71 count, indicted, not invited to the Queen's funeral, but still my president, sir. What's your response to Florida Governor Ron DeSuckass's ad painting you as a great advocate of the LGBTQ community? Did you kind of have to be on good terms with them because of Mike Pence being VP? Sorry, sir, that's two questions, but the first automatically brings up the second. That's a fair question. That's a very, you see what did you see Ron DeSuckass's ad where he's like, he's trying to call me like some sort of woke LGBTQ ally. Have you ever heard anything more stupid than that? <laughs> no, it's it's my next ad is going to be me uh, urinating on the gay pride parade from Trump Tower. <laughs> Because nobody's gonna nobody's gonna out bigot me. We're gonna get the questions from Twitter right now, Mr. President, and there's only uh, one from Twitter. Um, Mr. President, sir, is Mark Zuckerberg's new Threads app a threat to True Social? Will you be adding any new features to True Social? Uh, Threads is not a not a match. It's it's no match for what we're doing. So bye bye. Not concerned about Threads. Uh, but we are adding to Truth Social uh, a new feature, which is very good. We're calling it Tweets. And how is it going to work? You post a message, mm -hmm. and then you write send. And that's it. And you can post video, you can post words, you can post pictures. And what you do is you follow, and you can unfollow. And uh, we'll have trending topics. And uh, you can even DM people. That sounds like a great invention. It is. It's it, and it's just it's a sort of a, a companion piece to truth. Obviously, most people want to stay doing truths on Truth Social because then you know they're true. But we want to do free speech, and so you can you can toggle. You can go on the Truth Social mm -hmm. side of it, or you can hit a toggle switch, and it'll take you to tweets.
Nice. I don't think that's ever been done before. It's very uh, nope, innovative. Total new, total tech. There's uh, three more questions to the president, um, and these come from Instagram. This comes from Aaron415SF. Dear Mr. President, boss of bosses, sir of sirs, recently somebody leaked some very private information that should be kept between a strong father and a hot-as-fuck daughter. In the article, it was stated that you made creepy comments about Ivanka's boobs and butt and openly mused about what having sex with her would be like while in the White House. My question isn't about the truth social of this article but rather if you are concerned that some of the many weak radical left men sent by the tech stuff agency have been leaking your private off the podcast record conversations to the press what's go i mean it's when a father can't just speak proudly of his daughter you know i said and I don't mind sharing this. This is it's it's not that people know what I said. It's the fact that people run around and share it like it's secrets. Because you know how that is. It makes it feel like a dirty thing because the way people say it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if somebody, if you're in a schoolyard and somebody says, "Hey, where's the where, where's our next class?" But somebody thinks you said, "I'm going to kick your ass," and then some student goes, "Ooh." And then everybody gets triggered to right. use a word, and they think there's a now they think somebody insulted somebody instead of just a mishear. So it's the way you share when when the fake news media shares me complimenting my daughter like it's a scandal, then people read it like it's a scandal. There's no scandal, and I'll tell I'll share with the audience what I said specifically. You know, she had walked into my office. She was wearing a very tight dress, and as I requested, as I requested, because. You know, the temperature was uh, was turned down to like 48 degrees with the <laughs> air conditioning. And Ivanka was wearing a skin-tight dress with no bra. And she walked in and she leaned over and put something on my desk. And I just looked. I looked to see the full shape of the dress. So I, I looked at her ass just as of curiosity. Just like, oh, mm-hmm. you, know, you see, you know, I had Trump ties. So I'm very strong on fashion. And she turned away and walked out, and I watched her, and I could tell there was no underwear line <laughs> through the dress, so she was she was going commando. And I just I said to a couple of people in the office, I said, "Have you ever seen something so hot? Have you ever, you know, just proud as a father? It's like a beautiful, you know, people. Oh, if you say my daughter, she's so beautiful. I don't use stupid words like I use like normal people talk. So I say she's hot." It means beautiful. Somebody, you know, being fancy might say, oh, she's beautiful. She's very pretty. I say, she's a hot piece of ass. It means the same thing. And, you know, I said, after she had kids, I was, you know, I said, oh, I wonder if her, you know, if her pussy's still tight. (laughs) That's all. It's a curiosity. Innocent father question. And then I called in Jared Kushner, <laughs> and I said, "We're having a debate. Is is Ivanka's, you know, is she still tight after the kids?" And he said, "Oh yes, sir, she's very tight." And I said, "Well, that's you're a very lucky guy because there's not a guy in this room, including me, who wouldn't love to just get all up in that and feel that 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 beautiful creation. <laughs> and, and I said to him, I said, in front of everybody, so I was going to say, I said, 
the tits I paid for, do they feel natural? Do they have like a good density? Or do you feel like you're holding like, because we paid top dollar? And he said, no, they feel very natural, sir. And I said, well, that's good to hear. We like to hear that. You know, you want to hear that you bought a product and it's good. And then I said, what's your favorite position with Ivanka? Just out of curiosity, since I'm a father, I got emotional. <laughs> and he said, sir, do you sure you want me to answer that? And I said, I wouldn't ask it if I didn't want you to answer. It's totally fine. We're not PC. We're not woke. And he said, well, Ivanka is sort of favorable to the back door. And I hit my hand on the table. I said, I knew it. Didn't I tell you, John Kelly? Didn't I tell you? I told you two weeks ago. My daughter, my hot, talented daughter, she walks like somebody who loves it in the keister. <laughs> and and it's true. It's true. She like, And I said, okay, thank you, Jared. You can go now. And he said, thank you, sir. Glad to be of help, sir. And And that was it. I don't know why people think it's some scandalous. Oh, how disgraceful! I don't know. Yeah, well, okay. When Jared, you know, he was walking out, and I said, "And does she still, she still go down on you?" And he said, "Once in a while, sir." And then, and then he, you know, he looked a little dejected and sad, and he <laughs> left. And then when he left, I said, "You know, that, that's how you know he doesn't have the charisma of the talent. Because if that was my wife, if Ivanka was my wife, twice a day." going down <laughs> and that was it that's all we said very very just sort of classy and calm and and nothing scandalous so i i say that in you know everybody can hear that on the podcast so it's i don't know what's there to be ashamed the left they love to act oh we're so sex positive and we don't want any of your rigid christian values and then when i act in a very pro-sex pro-positive kind of way they say oh i'm doing something wrong it's a total disgrace Awful. They should be ashamed of themselves to make something a discussion like that sound dirty. We have one more question, Mr. President. This comes from DJ McConnell. Um, and Mr. President, sir, did they reach out to you to replace great conservative Pat Sajak on Wheel of Fortune? Maybe you should negotiate Ivanka or Lauren Bobert to replace Venice, and she is too old. Oh, I, I mean, that's we love that. We love DJ McConnell. Strong question. Very strong. Obviously, we're, we're, we're sad in a strong way to lose Pat Sajak. You know, it's guys like Pat Sajak, strong conservatives, it's important that we have because he's not a culture warrior. He's just making people happy, doing a nice mm -hmm. show. You know, doing a nice show with a nice, beautiful woman, Vanna White. And who, by the way, wanted to date me in the 80s. I said, no, thank you, darling. But... <laughs> Because now Pat Sajak, you know, when all they see is, admitted that strong conservatives, but when all they see is kind of us fighting the political battles, they forget that we're great people. We're great people with great jobs who entertain many people. It's not just the left that entertains. We just don't get the credit. And they did reach out to me. And I said, well, when I win the presidency, that's probably going to interfere with filming. And I, and I said, what if we, what if we, what if we build a wing of the White House that can be a Wheel of Fortune studio? And I said, we could do that, sir. And I said, well, that sounds like a plan. So, you know, with the East Wing and the West Wing, well, we're going to have the Super West Wing, which is going to be a TV studio. And 
as much as obviously I'm very close to Lauren Bobert. Okay, I love her talent. But I think we have to respect the strong blonde tradition of Vanna White. So Ivanka, I've already said, you know, uh, and it's a great question. Ivanka is going to be the next Vanna White. And you know, it's not going to be that kind of, you know how they always had that, you always wondered, Pat, why don't you, why don't you fuck Vanna White? <laughs> it always felt like they just were friends. And I was like, how disgusting. You have a beautiful, beautiful blonde model there and your friends. You know, that's not what friends are for, by the way. You ever hear that song? I've heard it, it before. It keeps smiling. Keep shining, just be friends with a smoking hot blonde, for sure. Because I don't want sex with that whore. No, the song doesn't go that way. It's a different song. And, and, and in this case, you should have had powerful sex. So I want Ivanka and I to create a kind of sexier energy for Willowford to attract the young people. So we'll keep, we'll be very respectful of our older viewers who love the traditional quality family entertainment, but we'll spice it up. You know, Ivanka might get a, an augmentation. She she might flirt with me. She might, you know, might see her put her hand on my thigh, laughing at my jokes. And, you know, maybe she does like a Sharon Stone from Basic Instinct. You know, like, oh, let me cross my legs while I turn this letter. And... I think that'd be beautiful because you, you attract the new people who want like a sexier, hotter, in, you know, kind of father-daughter. It's a very popular theme on, on porn searches too. So nobody's nobody's addressing this. You're just if adding you more them, people. If you, exactly. If you, if you give them hot father-daughter wheel of fortune action, the searches will be off the charts. And so we're excited. So we're going to build a new wing of the White House. And it will be, uh, it's a great question. I'm glad he thought, you know, he didn't think of it first, obviously, because it's already happening. But he's, he's, you know, that's why he's one of our top people, DJ McConnell. And he, and he was right on target with that. So, yes, uh, Wheel of wheel of Fortune. It will, it will be called uh, Feeling of Family. Nice. I'm going to rebrand it a little bit, but it's going to be beautiful. And we're going to up the dollar amounts, you know, all these little dollar amounts. It's going to be like, you know, if you hit bankrupt, your whole family goes bankrupt, not just in the game. That's it. So nice. the stakes are higher. If you hit bankrupt, you go bankrupt. But but instead of like, oh, $500, no, it's going to be $50 million. Oh, wow. So oh. the stakes are going to be, imagine the stakes of that. Imagine when you spin the wheel instead of like, oh, I won $10,000. No, you either win a million or your family gets bankrupt, and then we'll put like you go to jail. That'd be like a go to jail triangle. It's like here you take this, you land on this, so you're gonna go to jail unless you can solve the puzzle right now. Very exciting stuff, and you know there'll be a you know you hit a triangle where it says, "Oh, five hundred dollars and Ivanka strips." <laughs> Imagine that. So you're keeping the game mostly the same. Very family friendly. Very good. Uh, Mr. President, thank you so much for answering all the questions from our listeners. Um, and, and, you know, just, just keep crushing it out there, man. Just keep doing what you're doing because, uh, you know, I don't even know if they're going to have primaries. Let me just hand it to you. Um, 
This weekend, if you are in uh, Hartford, Connecticut, I'm at City Steam, uh, the 7th and 8th, one show each night, 8 p.m. Friday and Saturday. So check that out, comedycraftbeer.com for tickets. And the next week in 1415, I'll be Catch It Rising Star in Princeton, New Jersey. So um, get some tickets and come out if you are in New Jersey or in Connecticut. And Mr. President, the floor is yours. Thank you very much. Great episode. Very strong by me, as always. Uh, hey, everybody, it's JL. If you're still listening and you're one of the many cheapos that listens to this podcast, this is your chance to help me without spending a cent. Are you <laughs> listening? This is a chance you spend nothing and you can help me. Tall boy goes up. My special tall boy goes on YouTube, 9 p.m. Thursday, Eastern goes live if you can watch it then or soon thereafter great give it a like share subscribe to my youtube channel youtube.com slash jl covan but watch it you know thursday night or friday during the day but the sooner the views go up the the better it is for the algorithm because it, it indicates kind of a burst of early interest which will give it longer legs so to speak so uh, tall boy on my YouTube page night goes goes live 9 p.m. on Thursday Eastern time or to Michael C in Australia 11 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm in Rutherford, New Jersey this Saturday at the Williams Center fun show. Come on out, John Moses, a mutual friend of ours, is also on the lineup with me. Um, beyond that, there's other stuff in the pipe, but nothing official yet. So literally rate and review this show on itunes join our patreon watch my special for free starting thursday night the sooner the better share it with a friend and william center this saturday 8 30 p.m in rutherford new jersey that's it thanks for listening have a great week hope your holiday was good god help us all <laughs>